Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome. Every weekend at this time on this same station, we talk travel. And I invite you to share your thoughts with me. If there's a topic you'd like me to explore or if you've got a comment on something you've heard on the show, please drop me an email at rudy at rudymaxasworld.com. If you're a regular listener, you know we look at travel from a variety of very different angles every weekend. This hour, in about three minutes, we'll hear about a very strange appeal by a Fox Cable Network executive that cost her her job. She contacted the girlfriend of a missing Malaysia Airlines passenger with an offer to raise money for the family of victims with an online website. Aviation writer Christine Negroni's got the scoop. And then while flying commercial U.S. airlines has been surprisingly safe, thankfully safe, the past several years, a startling new book suggests the airline industry is sacrificing safety for profits. Amy Frerer is author of a meticulously researched book called The Next Crash. She interviewed 127 airline captains and first officers, among other experts, who say it's only a matter of time until a major U.S. airline accident occurs due to cost-cutting in the post-9-11 era. She argues that when that happens and when authorities look back on data, it will be painfully obvious what went wrong. She joins me at 18 after the hour. This is quite an impressive book, i got to tell you. And if you've got an extra 119000 bucks, perhaps you'd like to fly around the world in a 757 that's dedicated entirely to you and your fellow well-heeled passengers, curated by none other than the Four Seasons Hotel and Resort Company. It's all painted all black with the Four Seasons logo on it. It's very cool looking. We'll get details from Four Seasons Executive VP of Marketing, Susan Helpstead, later this hour. Plus, travel guides just for women. Well, that's what Kelly Lewis, founder of Go Girl Guys, says. She's coming up in the second half of this hour. But first, let's learn a bit more about this strange incident involving a Fox News cable network executive and the girlfriend of one of the victims of that ferry boat that sunk off the coast of South Korea. Christine Negroni is an aviation writer who's a friend of the show. Christine, this whole thing sounds very weird to me. Can you break it down or set it up, for, for that matter, for our listeners? Well, yes. The uh, Sarah Bachik, who anyone who was following the coverage of uh, the disappearance of MH370, you know, was very much, you know, on TV and interviewed in the newspapers. She was the girlfriend of the only adult American on the airplane, and so, and was very well spoken. So she was, you know, being interviewed by just about everyone. And I guess her her um, high visibility prompted some folks to get in touch with her. She received an email from a woman who claimed to be an executive with Fox uh, Fox. The, the company, the corporation, yeah. Yeah, the and um, and that it, it just struck her as very odd. She engaged with her uh, in a couple of back and forths, but the woman was offering to set up this fundraising campaign and uh, you know raise money for for Sarah, the you know the the, the immediate Families family of, victims, of her, right? which sounds victims, which sounds on right. the face of it pretty good, right? Exactly, and I think that's why I think that's why Sarah engaged with her at the beginning. But the emails got increasingly weird, and uh, you know, one of the things in the emails um, was that they knew what happened to the airplane. They knew where the passengers were being held. They knew which governments had the secret and what it was going to take to get these people released. Well, wait a minute. So, when you say they, you mean this uh, this uh, Fox Cable the News executive, executive her, Fox Cable Network executive, husband. and her boyfriend, her husband. 
her husband, right. Okay. The they knew where name. this plane was, huh? Okay. Yeah, and they knew what happened, and, you know, they knew how they could sort of wrap it all up. And in order to get that information, she was required, and that was an uppercase in the emails, to make sure that all of the, fa- the, all of the families of passengers signed a waiver saying they wouldn't sue anybody. And that's when I think Sarah looked at what? this and said, Mm, odd. And she passed it on, and she passed it on to Fox, and she said, I don't know whether this woman really works for you or whether she, you know, is, is she's hacked into somebody's email account, but whatever, it looks and smells like a scam to me. And that's the last Sarah heard until she got an email 10 days later from the husband saying, was it your intent to have my wife fired? Because she was fired. And, you know, sort of that was how it all came out. No, we should, we should say, post- we should say, let's give the, the, we should say the Fox woman is named Darlene Tipton, and she was the vice president of standards and practice at the Fox Correct. Cable Network. Her husband, Ken, and she said they could raise $15 million for uh, Sarah and some of the families, uh, of course, and then also explain the mystery of the airline. So then what happened? Well, so after she was uh, after she was fired, um, uh, and 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 I found out about it, and I started making some calls, and I called over to Darlene Tipton, and I said, so you know, so what's the plan here? And she said, well, we're proceeding ahead. I have nothing to lose at this point. I've lost my job. We're proceeding ahead. So instead of being what I would have thought would be sort of um, repentant or realizing perhaps she'd made an error in judgment here, they were full speed ahead, both the Tiptons, and they posted on YouTube this video of. Ken Tipton, her husband, in a fairly drugged-out state in a hospital bed where he said during his recuperation from some sort of surgery, he'd had this vision. And in the vision, someone had come to him and told him about the passengers and told him, you know, what had happened to the airplane. And it was from this vision that he was now offering his and his wife's services to, to pay off you know, the family so that the truth could come out. I, you know, that's why it's it, it sort of the more, the more I wrote about it and the more I read about it, the more I thought, you can't make this stuff up. It's, it's very too odd. bizarre. It's very odd. And if, if Miss Tipton didn't have sort of a real job, I'd say, okay, it's just another kook coming right. out, of the, out of the wood, exactly. but out of the forest. But uh, <laughs> this that's, is very That's exactly strange. it, Rudy. It was that it was, you know, y- y- you wouldn't expect it from someone in a senior executive position with a major company. You know, but as I reported on my blog several times, you know, she's not the only, and uh, forgive me for using the expression crackpot, but she's not the only crackpot out there. And there's plenty of people praying, and I've seen this in my, in my coverage of airplane accidents in the past. I've been doing it for 16 years. I've seen plenty of, you know, l- lunatics coming out of the woodwork, and they prey on the families. And when the families are high-profile like this, it gives them a kind of a high-profile attachment, which I think was part of what motivated the Tiptons, was being associated to this big news event. They were and I wonder why they'd ask all the families to waive their rights to any, any sue anybody. I mean, the airlines would love to see that, and so would uh, the Malaysian Air, you know, Boeing and everybody else. I, just very weird. Was there something about the husband's past that was interesting as well? We only have one minute left, Christine. I did. Well, I did report that he had been involved in sort of a promotion of a teen celibacy video that got a lot of, I guess, Internet traction because they were supposed to, it was a, one of those reality shows that was supposed to culminate with this on, you know, with this teen first sex experience. I the whole thing sort of distasteful to even discuss, but that was in his past, and uh, you know, and, and so that was just another thing about you know the judgment and you know why some people said why would they fire her, but when you looked into the sort of the background and the history, the whole thing was just weird. bizarre and inappropriate. Very weird. Hey, Christine, where can we read more about this from your writing? 
My, my blog is called Flying Lessons, and it's at christinegroni.blogspot.com. Thank you for dropping by. I appreciate it. Strange story. Ah, the world. Just, you know, every day I wake up and I go, wonder what's going to happen today. And then you, re- you hear something like this. Unbelievable. Stick around. Coming in to talk to a- uh, Amy Frere next. She's the author of a book called The Next Crash, How Short-Term Profit-Seeking profit seeking trumps airline safety. This is a meticulously researched book. As I said at the top of the hour, you're going to want to hear this interview. We'll be right back after this short break. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Travel rewards usually take forever to earn and even longer to redeem. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the instant approach. Earn and redeem rewards instantly. Book a flight, use the rewards right away for your hotel. Book your hotel and use the rewards to stay longer. Book a package, well, you get the picture. Earn even more when you book using the Orbitz app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join today and get instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com slash rewards. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards. Or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Would you wait a week for your shower to get hot? (laughs) Would you wait up to a week to feel maximum relief from your nasal congestion? Nasacort Allergy Nasal Spray could take that long. But if you're congested now and you want powerful relief now, Afrin No-Drip starts working in seconds and keeps working for 12 hours. So why wait up to a week for maximum relief from your nasal spray Uh -uh. when you can start to get relief in seconds with Afrin? (sighs) Afrin, powerful congestion relief without the wait. Use as directed. Attention all heel clickers, four-leaf clover pickers, and frog kissers. You're tuned into the right station at the right time to find out why it's your lucky day. Right now, you can get a free phone or up to $100 off a new phone when you switch to Boost Mobile. Go ahead, throw away that nasty hot pink rabbit's foot because you're $100 luckier. What's that? Don't believe in luck. Then how do you explain that out of all the radio ads in the world, you're lucky enough to be listening to the one that hooks you up with a free phone like the Samsung Galaxy Rush or the Kyocera Hydro Edge? Or saves you up to $100 off any other new phone when you switch to Boost Mobile. Yeah, that's what I call luck. Boost Mobile. Offer valid 418 to 43014 at participating dealers in select markets while supplies last and only for new monthly activations supporting from non-sprint related carriers and purchase of new device. Free phone limited to certain models. $100 credit applied towards purchase of boost phone. Excludes tax. Includes 2.5 gigabytes per month of high-speed data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. See participating dealer or visit boostmobile.com slash switch for details. Telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. And this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Orbitz.com, who note that travel rewards often take longer to earn and even longer to redeem. So Orbitz has introduced Orbitz Rewards, the instant approach to getting a reward for spending money on orbits.com you'll earn and receive and and, re- and may redeem rewards instantly you book a flight use the rewards to apply toward the cost of your hotel stay book your hotel use the rewards to stay longer book a package and eh, you get the picture earn even more when you book on the orbits app you'll get an extra five percent 
to apply toward hotels, 2% on flights. Join today, get instant vacation gratification. Go to orbits.com slash rewards. That's orbits.com slash rewards. Or you can visit the radio show website, rudymaxa.com, and look under the page, sponsors page for a, a direct link. You'll also find uh, podcasts of this weekend's and all our past weekend's show there. It's usually posted around Sunday afternoon. And you can send that along if you hear something of interest that you would like someone else to know about or if you just tuned in in the middle of an interview and want to hear the first part, just go to rudymaxa.com. I told you at the top of the hour that there's a meticulously researched book I wanted to talk about. It's called The Next Crash, How Short-Term Profit Seeking Trump's Airline Safety. It's written by Amy Frerer, and it's, she took an interesting approach to it. She interviewed um, hundreds of pilots about their business, uh, their business, and whether they would uh, encourage a young person to go there, go into that business, um, et cetera. And the answer was, well, 98, a good amount of the pilots are very, very worried about their profession in, in wake of things that had happened after 9-11. 71% report uh, witnessing increased stress on the pilot workforce. 98% interviewed uh, said they witnessed mistakes or distractions on the flight deck as a result of airline cost-cutting and work change rules. And 60% said they saw this on a daily or weekly basis. Now, this is not a simple, simple book in which just the interviews of reporters, uh, excuse me, of, of pilots and, uh, and uh, other cockpit personnel uh, tell their stories. This looks at the entire framework of the airline industry in the United States, the history of it, and how we've come to the point we are, we are, where we are today. Amy Frere is the author. She joins me now. Amy, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, Rudy. Glad to be here. Well, this, as I said, this is a very meticulously researched book. This is not just, you know, you didn't just go out and interview 170 pilots and go, well, this is what these guys have to say, uh, and women, I'm sure. Um, on the contrary, you really build the case uh, by telling the history of airline profits and that, that since 9-11, uh, you know, airline executives have done very well financially. Their employees haven't. And the outsourcing of... Uh, of maintenance and so on, uh, that we're in a whole new today. Did, were you surprised by what you learned when you talked to pilots and started doing your research? Well, um, not really surprised, I guess. Uh, I, I was a United Airlines pilot myself. I'm also a retired Navy pilot. So I've been in the aviation industry for a long time, Rudy. Um, and I think my interest started in, in out of uh, casual conversations with pilots and, and other employees as well, flight attendants, mechanics. Uh, I also talked with many FAA people, uh, you know, people throughout the industry. And I thought, we really need to get a formal study going here because I'm hearing things that are troubling me as a pilot. And it's not just um, that they were troubling, but that there was a shift. There seemed to be a distinct shift in attitudes uh, after 9-11 towards Safety, and when I say safety, I don't mean security. And sometimes people get confused by that. I'm talking about uh, air safety, um, the actual so physical thought, plane, and, and the pilot's exactly, training, etc. Right. Exactly, uh, and that's what caused me first to do uh, an online survey, and then to follow up with uh, interviews, hours and hours of interviews um, that I transcribed and used as quotes in the book. And uh, and so then I started thinking as I as I evaluated the results of the study. I started to think about what had happened in Wall Street and how now, after the 2008 financial industry implosion, we can look back and say, oh, some people did see this coming, and we can see trends, and we can see things like regulatory changes and changes in the leadership 
uh, ethos behind risk-taking in financial uh, industry uh, companies. And I thought, boy, there certainly seems to be a parallel here. And that's kind of how the premise of the book began, that if Wall Street could crash, can, can the airline industry crash too? And could we do something now to avoid that? Yeah, and uh, when, when an airplane crashes, it's different than a bank crashing, isn't it? Um, sure. Amy, you did construct that very, very interestingly, and I, I should have noted that you were a former uh, professional pilot for United, or a pilot for United Airlines. Um, if an airline were executive were, were on the show right now, he or she would say to you, Amy, we've had an incredible record, more than three years of not a single fatality involving a U.S. airline. What's the problem here? Well, that's a great question because uh, if you've read the newspaper lately, you'll see things like this is the golden age of safety. That's what the FAA says. Right. Or you'll see studies done by um, people that use statistical modeling programs, and they'll say, hey, this is the safest period ever, statistically speaking. And, and perhaps it is. Um, but, you know, we, I think you have to question and step back if you've been reading the newspaper. You know, what's gone on with the Malaysia Airlines Flight 370? What's gone on with the Korean ferry? Uh, the Toyota's recalling, you know, for six million vehicles, uh, General Motors with their ignition switch problems, the railroad accidents. I mean, we've got something going on in the world's transportation system. I, I believe it's failing, and we can see a pattern here. And part of the pattern, what I would say to the, an airline manager, would be the approach that they're taking towards safety. And what, what I mean by that is that, that pilots, for instance, have, are paid less, they're working more, they're tired, they're fatigued. Um, things have changed in the profit-seeking approach that managers are taking in the airline industry. And I think you see a trend in some of these other accidents as well. I mean, when you look at what's gone on with the, with the recalls, for instance, we look and think, how could they not have done this for such a small amount of money? But it's a change in, in thinking about management and what's a priority. Where is safety in this conversation? You also point out that a study called the National Aviation Operations Monitoring System, which examined everyday avi aviation operations before an accident occurs, found that uh, in this, as you say, the FAA's golden age, four times the number of engine failures, twice engines, government monitored, which called into question the way the aviation is fundamentally measured. Um, it, it is sort of scary stuff, and, and you're right. There are these sort of things nibbling around the edges as companies try to squeeze as much profit out of their businesses as possible. I mean, for example, would, would you stop outsourcing to foreign countries maintenance of aircraft if you were a ruler of airlines? Well, these are the things that need to be studied. Uh, you know, I mean, I make some recommendations in my book, but I think that the biggest thing is, is you know, well, two things. We need to increase the public's awareness of what's going on, uh, and that's what I hope to accomplish with the book. Um, you know, what, what we are doing, uh, you know, demanding cheaper airfares um, and putting pressure on, on, you know, companies in that way forces them to then, you know, pay pilots less, you're attracting a different caliber of person to the industry. Um, you know, so there's a lot of things that are going on. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't pick on one particular thing. I would say the public needs to increase its awareness, and we need to demand that, that politicians uh, get involved and, and have a study, another government study. This time talk to the actual professionals, talk to the people in the industry. A recent um, government study that came out just in February of this year looked at um, the uh, current and future availability of airline pilots. 
And they were looking at it because they were, people were saying there was a pilot shortage. Well, the study didn't find that there's a pilot shortage, but there certainly is a shortage of experienced pilots. Many, thousands have left the industry or have been forced to leave the industry because of, of you know, the decreased standards and working conditions. So and they're also the on? higher pay ones, so the airlines aren't shedding a tear because they can hire less experienced pilots for less money. You got it, exactly. So, so rather than pick on one thing like, say, outsourcing, which is a problem, absolutely, but, you know, let's look at it as an industry problem. Let's study what's going on in the industry and talk to the employees because none of these studies that I can see actually talk to employees. They talk to labor unions, and, of course, some of them are employees, but, I mean, go to the frontline people. Do yeah. what I did and, and see what they have to say because they're quite honest about what they see going on. And I think that you'll find the information they present, is, you know, about near misses, about fatigue, about distraction, all of the things that are a recipe for disaster that uh, would, would not be revealed in those statistical modeling programs. The book is called The Next Crash, How Short-Term Profit-Seeking Trumps Airline Safety. It's published by Cornell University Press. The author is Amy Frerer. She spells her last name F-R-A-H-E-R. And the website is amyfrerer.com. Again, Amy, A-M-Y, F-R-A-H-E-R.com. If this interests you, Amy also has some very concrete points of what we can do as citizens to perhaps convince government officials to take a whole different look at the airline industry. Amy, thank you very much, and I congratulate you on your book. Thank you, Rudy. We'll be right back in Rudy Max's world after this break. Call now to talk to Rudy Max at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Travel rewards usually take forever to earn and even longer to redeem. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the instant approach. Earn and redeem rewards instantly. Book a flight, use the rewards right away for your hotel. Book your hotel and use the rewards to stay longer. Book a package, well, you get the picture. Earn even more when you book using the Orbitz app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join today and get instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com rewards. That's Orbitz.com rewards or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Suffering from allergy congestion? On my nature walks, I couldn't smell the flowers or breathe in the fresh spring air. Then I discovered Allegra D. Allegra D decongests and depressurizes with a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine, plus a powerful decongestant for 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. Now I don't just appreciate nature. I breathe it all in. Allegra D. Stop suffering. Start breathing. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Starts working in one hour. Use only as directed. Visit Allegra.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show by far. Nice to have you here. We're here at this same station, this same time, or your same station, this same time, every weekend. Well, you know, airplanes have borrowed some pages out of the marketing of hotels, They've uh, little amenity bags for those who sit in the front of the plane, uh, duvets on long-haul international flights, 
training their staff to try to be more like hotel uh, four and five star hotel. Well, it could be any hotel, a well-trained hotelier, let's put it that way. Well, this time it looks like uh, hotels are borrowing a page from the airlines and Four Seasons Hotels, uh, which has, I think, more than 90 hotels around the world, has now got a plane that it has painted all black and branded with the Four Seasons name, and it takes folks around the world on particular trips. Susan Helpsteb is the Executive Vice President of Marketing for Four Seasons Hotels and Resorts, and she joins me now. Susan, welcome to the show. Nice to have you on for the first time. Hello, Rudy. It's really my pleasure to be with you. All right. Let's go back to the beginning. I know you've already run a couple of trips. How did this idea come up? Do you know? Well, Rudy, the original concept goes back about five years where it became clear to us that our guests were looking to experience things they'd never done before, and they wanted to be able to do it within um, you know, the bubble of Four Seasons, as we call it, um, and that around the world has always had tremendous allure. It goes back centuries, um, and I saw an ad for Pan Am very recently, um, 1954 ad. They were talking about their around-the-world trip, uh, two uh-huh. weeks, uh, $1,524. So this is something that I think people have, uh, have wanted to do and have loved to do for a long time, and what we were able to do is put together a program that allowed them over a 22-day period to experience um, nine destinations, uh, four seasons destinations, um, that took the guests around the world. And this is in a, a reconfigured plane that is, uh, has how many seats compared to what it would normally be outfitted with commercially? Commercially, it would be a, a 233-seat plane. Mm-hmm. This is 52 seats. And really, the opportunity for us um, once we got some experience with these round-the-world trips, was to create a seamless experience for our guests where they were literally within that Four Seasons bubble, not just on the ground and not just when they were in the hotels, but also um, for their onboard experience. That's what we heard from the previous travelers, was that they loved the ground experience and they felt that if Four Seasons um, really operated the in-flight, then it would be <laughs> a, a truly exclusive and very special experience. And that's what we've done here. If you bring the level of service to Four Seasons, uh, the Four Seasons aircraft that you do to hotels, it would be a very posh way to travel. Now, so these are all lie-flat uh, business uh, first-class seats, um, fully lie-flat. And you are running, I know, five trips 2015. Do you have more coming up this year? Um, we have three trips um, in 2015. We have two around the world and then one that um, goes to European capitals, and it's really a backstage with the arts, a very cultural uh, trip. We just concluded an around the world, not in our new jet, but um, in the previous lease jet um, two weeks ago, and that trip went very well as well. What we're finding is that we have guests who have been on these trips um, and are looking forward to traveling with us again, especially in the new jet. We just have a a short time left. What kind of aircraft is it? It's a 577. Uh, A 757? Right. Yes, it is. Yes, and I presume that in addition to being on the Four Seasons Jet and staying in Four Seasons planes, you curate events on the road. It sounded like your European trip, again, has special events that that uh, the guests are, uh, can avail themselves to. Yes, these are experiences that aren't available to the general public and are only available to guests who are on these private jet trips. 
um, in, you know, including uh, backstage experiences um, at La Scala and the opportunity to be able to uh, tour um, museums and palaces and galleries um, that, are in, that are just not available to the general public. And I saw a fee of, uh, of $119,000 for one of the particular trips. I gather the European trip might have been half that? Um, the round the world is one hundred nineteen thousand. The European trip is sixty nine thousand. It is a shorter trip. Right, of course. Um, and if someone wanted to look at the three itineraries for twenty fifteen, um, they would go to fourseasons dot com. Is there a link on that page? Um, fourseasons dot com slash jet is where they would go. Perfect. Well, uh, have you gone on one of the trips, Susan? I would love to be able to go on one of the trips, Rudy. <laughs> Maybe the two of us can do it together. <laughs> All right. So it's only, we're, if we split it in half, it's only 60000 each, right? <laughs> right. Uh, terrific. Well, the, certainly a great way to see the world if you can, uh, you can afford it and if you enjoy Four Seasons Hotels, and I don't know many people who don't, uh, take it to the air. The website, again, is fourseasons.com slash jet. Susan Halstead is the Executive Vice President of Marketing for the, for the hotel and resort company. Susan, thank you for dropping by and uh, giving us a glimpse of the one, uh, how the 1% can travel. Thank you very much, Rudy. I appreciated the opportunity. And I appreciate your being here. We'll be right back in just a moment here on Rudy Max's World. We're going to talk to Kelly Lewis. She's the founder and CEO of Girl Guides and also something called the Women's Travel Fest. Um, we'll see what that's all about just after this break. You're in Rudy Max's World. I have some deals of the week coming up to the... Well, actually, I'm talking with the guys who got some great summer travel deals. Don't go away. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Attention all heel clickers, four-leaf clover pickers, and frog kissers. You're tuned into the right station at the right time to find out why it's your lucky day. Right now, you can get a free phone or up to $100 off a new phone when you switch to Boost Mobile. Go ahead, throw away that nasty hot pink rabbit's foot because you're $100 luckier. What's that? Don't believe in luck. Then how do you explain that out of all the radio ads in the world, you're lucky enough to be listening to the one that hooks you up with a free phone like the Samsung Galaxy Rush or the Kyocera Hydro Edge or saves you up to $100 off any other new phone when you switch to Boost Mobile? Yeah, that's what I call luck. Boost Mobile. Offer valid for 14 to 4-30-14 at participating dealers in select markets. While supplies last and only for new monthly activation, supporting from non-sprint-related carriers and purchase of new devices. Free phone limited to certain models. $100 credit applied towards purchase of Boost Phone. Excludes taxes. Includes 2.5 gigabytes per month of high-speed data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. See participating dealer or visit boostmobile.com slash switch for details. Most Americans know they're at risk for identity theft, but many still aren't sure if they need Identity Guard. To clear things up, you need Identity Guard if you have done any of the following. Opened a bank account, ordered a pizza, lived indoors, filled a prescription, filed taxes, paid your electric bill, been born, owned a cell phone, attended kindergarten, or visited a website. If you've done any of these, go to IdentityGuard.com slash free to help protect your personal information with a free trial. Identity Guard. Because it doesn't take much. Ron Delano, Attorney Houston. If you've been diagnosed with mesothelioma, you may be entitled to a tax-free share of billions of dollars that have been set aside for mesothelioma cancer patients. Second-hand asbestos exposure can also cause mesothelioma. Many patients were exposed to asbestos and didn't even know it. 
Call right now to get the facts about your legal rights and possible financial compensation. Call 800-764-3000. 800-764-3000. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Would you wait a week for your shower to get hot? (laughs) Would you wait up to a week to feel maximum relief from your nasal congestion? Nasacort Allergy Nasal Spray could take that long. But if you're congested now and you want powerful relief now, Afrin No-Drip starts working in seconds and keeps working for 12 hours. So why wait up to a week for maximum relief from your nasal spray when you can start to get relief in seconds with Afrin? (sighs) Afrin, powerful congestion relief without the wait. Use as directed. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Well, here indeed is Rudy Maxa, and I'm delighted to be joined by a woman who has started a line of guidebooks aimed entirely at women. It's called Go Girl Guides, and Kelly Lewis is the founder and CEO. She also runs something called the Women's Travel Fest. We'll ask her about that in just a minute. But, Kelly, first let's talk about Go Girl Guides. I'm on your website here, which is gogirlguides.com. Simple enough. And um, I see you say this is the first series of travel made just for women. Now, and you focus on the health and safety of women in, in different countries. Do you also spend time telling them what they ought to be seeing in those different countries? Of course. Our guidebooks uh, combine... You know, standard travel information that's really applicable to both men and female, but we have a focus on women's health and safety. So we talk about, you know, the standard things that you should see in different countries, but we also tell you safe places to stay, areas to avoid at night, common scams to be aware of, um, you know, proximity to women's health centers. We really try and tailor it towards women, even though there's a lot of information in there for men as well. And how many destinations do your guides cover right now? So far, we've done uh, Argentina, Mexico, Thailand, London, New York City, and wow. we have Costa Rica coming out this summer. Wow, and I'm looking at uh, you also on, on your website. Uh, one can subscribe to uh, uh, to blog postings. I see uh, one blog is Reasons Why Women Should Totally Travel Solo, and another one, I want the answer <laughs> to this right now. I want the answer to this right now. Should you date a non-traveler? What's your verdict on that, Kelly? before and it just didn't work out <laughs> yeah i agree with you you don't want to do that you don't want to do that um it's even one though of you do my say, requirements is you have to have a passport <laughs> right exactly how did you come into this uh, start this business um, well, I was traveling a lot, uh, specifically in South America by myself, and I started to notice all of the things that, you know, I wish I had a girlfriend to tell me about. Um, and then I started thinking, like, really, you know, why aren't there guidebooks that address women's concerns? And uh, and then I was working as an editor because my background's in journalism, and in the middle of the night, one night, I had a dream um, that I had started a series of guidebooks for women. And so I woke up and 
and did it. And it was really, uh, it's really been a, a, a wonderful journey ever since. It came to you in a dream. Unbelievable. I know. Just that it sounds so weird to say. <laughs> now, you just had a travel fest in New York uh, in, in uh, last month. Um, you have one upcoming. And tell us what a travel fest is and when that is and where it is. We do. It's the Women's Travel Fest, uh, which basically just is a day dedicated to inspiring and empowering women to travel the world. Um, the last, the first one was in New York City last month. Um, it was sold out. It was a great success and a great day. And the next is going to be over Mother's Day weekend in 2015 in San Francisco, so May 9th and 10th. Um, the event sponsored by Expedia. Last year we had uh, Samantha Brown come down and speak from the Travel Channel, and she was wonderful and hilarious. And, um, you know, we just had some really amazing speakers talking about everything from traveling with kids to um, safety tips, you know, great apps that women can use while they travel. Um, and it was just a really uh, magical day. And you know they're they're uh, they're springing up some of these uh, some of these websites that will put women travelers in in touch uh, with with other women. You know, you talk about you know wishing you knew a uh, woman on the road. I, we had last week we had Evelyn Hannanon, who's the founder and editor of JourneyWoman.com, which calls of itself course. the largest, oldest online travel resource for women. Um, this emphasis on women traveling and, and helping women who are traveling seems to be a, a growth industry. It definitely is, um, and I'm so happy about that because, you know, I think there are a lot of women that want to travel the world. Uh, I meet women every day who say to me, you know, I really want to travel, but I'm scared, or but it's intimidating. Um, and so I think the more resources, the better. You know, is there one, um, we have. Is there one? Is there one thing? We've got a minute left, I, Kelly. Is there one thing you would advise women about traveling overseas that might be your number one tip? Well, we have our top three, which is drink, but not excessively, avoid the beaches at night, and play on the basics. So you don't need to know every detail of your trip, but you should always know where you're sleeping and how you'll get there. And those mm, are and avoid, the beach at ni- avoid the beach at night. That's interesting. Does a lot of crime happen along beaches? <laughs> well, they're just generally not patrolled, you know, even in the U.S., um, right. and so we just stay, stay, stay away. <laughs> and especially don't drink in excess on a beach at night, right? Yeah, you know, drink, drink, but but not excessively. Have a margarita in Mexico, but don't, you know, don't have 10. (laughs) For more advice on traveling, uh, check out uh, Kelly Lewis's uh, website, which is gogirlguides.com. And uh, as she mentioned, she has uh, guidebooks now on several uh, destinations, as well as an upcoming travel fest. Kelly, thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much for having me. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. I didn't know you were supposed to avoid beaches at night. I think that's good advice for all of us. Stick around. We'll come back with some summer travel deals. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Travel all the time here in Rudy Maxa's World. We often do deals of the week in the last segment of this hour. And uh, I thought maybe we'd bring in a uh, fellow professional to, uh, to, 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 do, to tell us about some deals. Robert McGarvey is a blogger for MainStreet.com. His writing also appears in JoeSentMe.com, Joe Brancatelli's, uh, he's a frequent guest on the show, his website. 
And this is what Robert has to say. Don't say you can't afford a summer vacation. Uh, we are putting a link to this article called Bargain Summer Vacations Are Within Reach on my Facebook fan page, which is facebook.com slash Rudy Max's World. Robert, welcome to the show for the first time. Nice. Is it the first time we've had you on? Yes, this is the first time, Rudy. Well, Thank how did you. Uh, three years? That's our mistake. How did we screw up on that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, you, you picked three locations. You, you basically say go against the grain. It's summer. Go to places where... Uh, you're going to find bargains. And you have three locations. Walk us through those, will you, in the five minutes we have, and just give us a couple examples uh, of, of uh, hotel prices uh, during the summer season. Sure. The, the, the first place, that, what triggered this was I, I saw a poll that said the majority of Americans aren't planning to do a summer vacation. The reason offered by a majority of them is they can't afford it. So I began to think, well, what can we afford? And take Scottsdale, for instance, which Arizona. is Scottsdale, right Arizona, right. uh, fantastically expensive in the winter. In the summer, you can get a room at the Kempton Fire Sky for under $100 a night. You can get a room at the Zona Hotel in North Scottsdale for $90 a night. That's July 4th weekend. That is preem. Uh, yeah, the Hotel Indigo, that hip hotel chain, 70 bucks per night. Amazing. 70 bucks per night at Hotel Indigo. And that's in, in Old Town Scottsdale. Okay, uh, and and the key. So you you might say, well, isn't Scottsdale horribly hot in the summer? Yes, it is. So what you need is a vacation where you plan to be indoors as much as you can. Uh, certainly during the day, the mornings are lovely. The uh, sunsets are very lovely too. Right. At high noon, no, you don't want to be outside. Only mad dogs and Englishmen do that. Uh, so you plan to be in a museum, sit around the bar, have margaritas. Yeah, that's where you go to the Musical Instrument Museum for 18 bucks, uh, North Scottsdale, you said, where they do have yes, air conditioning. the Musical <laughs> Instrument Museum is a fantastic place. People just absolutely love it. You know, the concept, Musical Instrument Museum, sounds boring. It's, it's a fantastic hit. It's probably the most popular museum in, in the Phoenix area. I also really like the uh, uh, Scottsdale Museum of Contemporary Art called Smoka, which is in Old Town. Seven bucks to get in that, and they always have Really, really creative, fun, um, fun shows. Things you would never think would be there, and it's just beautiful stuff. All right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to move smartly along to Washington D.C. Second, second and city, Washington D.C. My old home empties out in July. Why? Because as you know, Rudy, Congress is not in session. Congress right. is gone. The lobbyists are gone. Is it hot? Yeah, it's hot too. Not as hot as Scottsdale, but the, the you you can stay at the Washington Plaza Hotel in Thomas Circle which is maybe four blocks from the White House. Right. Great location. Uh, it's a wonderful location. 156 bucks a night over July wow. 4th. Wow. And wow. July 4th, no less. Yeah, July 4th. And most of the museums, most of the sites, things like the Lincoln Memorial, they're all free. I mean, it's hard to spend money in D.C. That's um, true. The Smithsonian's all free. And uh, July 4th, by the way, great fireworks down by the Washington Monument if you're you're going. All right, let's take a look at, uh, this was interesting, Park City in Utah. I hadn't thought of the Park City uh, in, the, in the summer. Probably great hiking, yeah? Great. It's, it's a great outdoor place in the summer. I mean, you associate it with skiing and whatnot in the winter. In the summer, that becomes hiking trails, zip line, uh, mountain biking, that kind of stuff. It, it's a, a beautiful place. It's high elevation. It's not that hot in the day. At night, it'll get fairly chilly. It'll go down in the 40s, which is really cool. You get maybe mid fire in the day and 45 at night. You can sit around a fire. Um, 
s'mores are apparently very popular in uh, Park City in the summer. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, those are three. Uh, okay, wait, let's re- let's review. Scottsdale, Arizona, outside of just fly right into Phoenix, Washington D.C. You know where that is, and Park City. It's just about a twenty-minute drive from the Saint uh, Saint Lakes, excuse me, Salt Lake City Airport. A great, a great uh, option. Hey, Robert, I thank you for uh, some summer travel suggestions and deals. We again have put a link to Robert's uh, blog on MainStreet.com. Um, if you go to uh, my Facebook fan page, hit the like button while you're there. I think we're about 20 people away from hitting 4,000 likes. Uh, Robert, thank you for dropping in. Hope to have you on the show again soon. Thanks. I enjoy Take it. Care. Good luck. Thank you. One more deal before we say goodbye. Virgin Atlantic um, is offering business class flares to London this summer out of Seattle. Uh, summer rates uh, to Heathrow are as low as $3,000, well, $2,984 round trip between June 27th and August 30th. So basically all of July and August. Um, if you do it from the East Coast, uh, uh, I mean, that price is even lower than flying from the East Coast. So if you can get yourself to Seattle, uh, check out Virgin Atlantic. Uh, and be, remember, Virgin Atlantic is co-chair with Delta, so check Delta too. Um, but again, I think uh, your best price is in the upper class section, lie flat seats on Virgin, out of Seattle. You've got to purchase 60 days ahead of time, and the last day to purchase is July 2nd. So there you go. We're coming to the end of the first hour, well, the second hour, the last hour of Rudy Max's World. Thank you so much for dropping in today. Let's do it again next weekend, you and me. Meanwhile, I want to thank my engineer, Jeff Ryder, who causes my words to fly through the air and into your ears. Executive producer is Janet DeAcevedo McDonald. My Twitter is Rudy Maxa. Go to uh, Facebook, Rudy Maxa slash Rudy Maxa's World. Join me next weekend. Meanwhile, have a lovely weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.